Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode two of season two of Transformers Prime. It is Orion Pax, part two. This episode was directed by Scooter Tidwell, and Scooter. it was written by Marguerite Scott. It, Scooter Tidwell sounds like a character who would be in the Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Chip Chase's best friend, Scooter. Scooter Tidwell. Uh, last time on Transformers Prime, Megatron put Optimus to work decoding top secret Autobot yep. files where his troops worked on building another space bridge. Unable to find, much less rescue their leader, the Autobots decided to look for the new space bridge so they could shoot Jack to Cybertron and send his ass seaworthy. <laughs> and now we're we're back in the room again, and Starscream pulls the guns on Orion again, and Orion tells him, look, I, I mean no harm, and uh, Starscream's like, all right, what are you doing here? And turns out he's wearing the hat for Megatron, doing, doing research. Yeah, and Starscream laughs, and he's like, oh, you are being kept so in the dark, you dumb, dumb, dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah. Commercial break. We get our opening. Well, one important thing in there, though, is Orion asks him, why did you call me Optimus Prime? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Starscream kind of said dismisses. that at the end of the last season. Yeah, he's like, uh, well, you just look like somebody I used to know. Yeah, uh, when yeah, we come back it. from the opening, the Viacons arrive to apprehend Starscream, who transforms and flies away in a fairly cool escape scene. Yep, he's full of screaming down the hall there, and uh, the Viacons tell Orion, all right, stay put, and one of them flies off after Starscream, and it's almost the same as that scene near the very end of the 2007 movie, where yeah. he's like, jumping between, where he jumps on the back of this vehicle, like transforms while he's flying, lands on the back of this Viacon, blasts it. It goes down, he transforms back and keeps flying. Really cool. It is really cool. And he gets out of the nemesis, but then as he's flying down towards Earth, he gets shot in the ass, <laughs> and he just starts careening out of control. He's going down. And back at the base, uh, out of what base, Ratchet and Raff are all set to send a car somewhere. And uh, they said, like, long-range GPS has been activated. Like, that's 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 not, not how, works. how that yeah. works. That's not a thing. Anyway, uh, the car doesn't even get halfway down this hall before it gets destroyed. Which... I mean, I know what they're alluding to there, but just because a dinky-doo plastic car made in China blows apart in high energy doesn't mean a Transformer will or Jack in a spacesuit. Either way, they um, Ratchet loses hope. And yeah. Raph tells him about climbing the rope in gym class. <laughs> I was like, it was just the first try. And, the, and looking back on that, how was that ever fucking legal? Like, you, this is a kid, like, you're, you're 25, 30 feet in the air with a, a mat that's an inch and a half thick. Yeah. So I know this show has, like, a couple listeners. Oh, man. I was going to make a joke there. It's more than a couple listeners. But there's, I think, maybe a couple, like, teenagers out there. And I don't think this is a thing anymore. But I'm telling you, kids, like, in the 80s and 90s, it was this thing where they would hang a rope from the ceiling all those like high school comedy movies where the nerd can't make it up the rope that was a real thing yeah like the there's there's a chuck norris movie called sidekicks where the kid has a hard time doing that and he imagines chuck norris on the rope beside him he teaches oh yeah put all the weight in your legs and up you go yeah well maybe that's what raft did he had to do something because that kid does not have the upper body strength to climb 25 foot of rope no anyway ratchet's like what the fuck does gym class have anything to do with this get the fuck but uh, back with the Decepticons, Orion's still wearing the hat, and Megatron's checking in on him, and Orion asks uh, Orion asks Megatron, why did you say Starscream was dead? And Megatron, to his credit, has a good answer for everything, every question Orion's asked. Yeah, he thinks it up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. it's like the Grinch. He thought up a lie, and he thought it up quick. <laughs> <laughs> but the lie is that Starscream, I, I trusted him so much, he was so close to me, that I, he is dead to me now. Yep, he, he up and went and joined the Autobots, the damn traitor, and... Uh, 
did oh while he was here did he say anything troubling to you <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's even like when megatron comes in he puts his shoulder on optimus or hand on optimus shoulder and he's like i'm sorry you had to go through with that it's it's weird seeing him pretend to care yeah yeah so megatron leaves uh orion to his work and uh Soundwave's out in the hallway and he uh, tells him, I'm not going to make the same mistake with Starscream again. Yes. And then we go to Optimus HQ and Bulkhead ground bridges him because Ratchet's got the other three going out searching, you know, at the best locations they can find to try to find this space bridge. And Bulkhead comes in and he found nothing. Yeah, he's got nothing to report. And uh, he's about to head back out to another location, but then they start to receive a signal. And it's from Starscream. And uh, he has information about Optimus, but he needs repairs badly. And uh, he wants Ratchet, and Ratchet has to come alone. And Ratchet doesn't come alone. No. <laughs> like, right away, Ratchet and Bulkhead walk out, and Starscream's like, Ratchet, come here! And Bulkhead just arms his weapon, and he's like, when did we start taking <laughs> yes. orders from you? Shut the fuck up. But Starscream tells him, look, look, Optimus is fine. He's on Megatron's warship. And then Ratchet's like, okay, well, where's the ship? And Starscream's like, uh, it's a ship. It moves. <laughs> fuck, I love that. Yeah, it took me months to just track it down. I have no idea where it is now. And they say... What, dude, we already knew all of that, yeah, so fuck you. Shit. And they're going to leave when, uh, I forget if it's Ratchet or Bulkhead said, if you knew anything about the Space Bridge, then we'd help you out. And he says, they're still building that thing without me. And that's when all three of them kind of clue in, oh, wait, he knows where the thing is. And then Starscream's like, oh, wait, now I have something they really need. And he's like, it hurts the most here, doctor, <laughs> pointing at his leg. <laughs> like, he's such a good little shithead mm. uh, we go to a commercial break and when we come back uh ratchet now that he knows where the space bridge is wants to get a move on with the plan yeah it's in an energon mine and rc is like so it's right next to its fuel supply that makes sense and uh so where did you get this and uh, ratchet's like a, a secure source or a reliable source a reliable source <laughs> yeah. yeah um june again is worried and she hit some great emotional beats here yeah There's especially one in the next episode but she's Really worried about Jack going and says, hey, does anybody even know if there's oxygen on Cybertron? Yeah, there's that. Let's start with that. And then Agent Fowler's like, oh, I can hook Jack up. I still have my connections at NASA. Yeah. Wait, he he what? knows. <laughs> I just assume if there's a top secret government agency of any caliber, he's he knows people there. Yeah. And June says, like, look, it's too dangerous. And then Jack reminds her that Optimus saved our planet and he's not even a human. Right. And then RC also says, look. June, there's no way I'm letting Jack go anywhere without me. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be right behind him. So June, it, it, you know, relents and she says, what is that? No, does she say now, like, you always wanted to be an astronaut? Yeah. Well, Ratchet points out that uh, some are not destined to have ordinary lives. And, and mm. just Jeffrey Combs' voice saying that line is just fucking awesome. He's like, it even Optimus great. Prime was once just Orion Pax. And then June says to Jack, when you were little, you always wanted to be an astronaut. Like, yeah. This is good. really good. It, it's like she's she is having to accept that her little boy is becoming a man. Yeah. And there's, like there's another times where he's been like, I'm not a kid. And I always thought, <laughs> yeah. eh, you kind of fucking are. Yeah. And but now it's like, OK, he is. This is his. He's becoming a man, and I really, really like this. Also, I don't know if it was just me. Maybe it was the lighting they did, but I swear his jaw is a little more square now than it was in season one. Oh, well, okay. There Which you would go. make sense. To, to just, you know, you know, 
He'll be yeah, shaving <laughs> everywhere <laughs> uh, at 60. So um, <laughs> Optimus back on the Nemesis, uh, he does a search for Optimus Prime. Yep. He Googles his own name, which they tell you to never do. And it finds something. All right. And it, it looks pretty badass, whatever this thing is. And- it does. I don't know if there's a toy for this, but dear listener, if there is, hey, tell me. It's it's a cool looking toy. There's not. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. And the entry calls this thing Optimus Prime, and it's the leader of the Autobot Invaders. Yeah. And yeah, and Orion finds it odd that Starscream was reminded of this gigantic mean looking thing when he saw him and why did megatron if if this is the leader of the autobot invaders why did megatron call ratchet the autobot leader something's fishy here (laughs) somebody's not telling me the truth and uh when we go back to um like bulkhead or to optimus hq the plan is that bulkhead bumblebee and and uh ratchet are going to go to the space bridge take control of it and maintain control of it, then keep it open. Oh, no, they don't get to that part, but they're going to do it. While RC and Jack get their asses to Cybertron. And uh, Ratchet reminds them, look, this has to be done all sneaky-beaky-like, or else it's going to be 400 to 1 if they call in reinforcements. So we got to take them down quietly. Yeah. And then uh, there's a kind of a great... Oh, and Miko and Raph are going to stay behind and operate the ground bridge. But there's a, a line where Fowler just says, all right, son, it's time to suit up. Kind of wished he said, all right, son, I'm fucking your mom. <laughs> Just in case uh, you don't come back. <laughs> yeah, so the Autobots bridge into the mine and head off down a tunnel, and they come upon some vehicles with a mining drill thing like Jack had that time. And uh, RC takes one of them out quick enough, like she sneaks over the top of it, and then Bumblebee shoulder checks another one into the drill. Like, that uh, wasn't very quiet. <laughs> and then the third one starts to send a message, but there's only static, and apparently it's because of this little scrambler device that Ratchet has. Bulkhead just lays this guy. <laughs> yeah. And they uh, they move in, to, uh, and basically they find the space bridge very easily. It was, so it, it ended up being a, a regular portal like we've seen before, but there was this giant, I don't know, not pedestal, but a giant surface where I was like, it looked for a second kind of like the space bridge from G1. Oh, where it was just yes. a giant platform, and there were arms up, but then that just turned out to be a platform, and they panned yeah, over, and or there's the, the space the bridge. The circle around and the bottom. Like, ah, okay. Yeah. Kind of looks like the room in the where you have to get the bridge up in the Crota raid in Destiny. It kind of reminded me of that. Uh, so there was a neat shot here where there's a couple vehicons and one of those drills just starts flying through the air at them and they shoot at it and then it just crushes them. Yeah, because I guess Bulkhead just threw it at them and the Autobots come in guns blazing. It seems like there were far fewer Decepticons in the actual fight, though, than when it showed before, when it showed like the panning shot of this room yeah yeah there's like three in the fight and it looked like yeah five or six when they panned across but ratchet calls back to optimus hq and says hey we secured the area so jack in his spacesuit walks through everybody gives him a good luck and then uh fowler salutes him and june blew him a kiss and i was like oh my like they're hitting all the right fucking heartstring moments there and jack walks through the ground bridge and then appears at the space bridge yep he's all set to do this and uh, ratchet's gonna leave the space bridge open to eliminate like interstellar lag i guess in the communication because you know cybertron is in another star system it's kind of annoying waiting a few thousand years for a reply but uh jack asks that uh, wait uh, we aren't transporting directly to vector sigma and he calls it the big v again the big v i know i know don't do that but ratchet's like oh we pretty well don't know where it is so uh have a nice trip you're gonna have to find it yourself see you next <laughs> fall and uh they so they get sent they there's a bit of a neat scene where um 
RC says, don't worry, Jack, it's just like going through a ground bridge. And then it opens up and it's huge. And she says, but it's a little more intense. (laughs) Ratchet lets her rip and the space bridge opens and in they go. And when they get there, it uh, shows the landscape from Jack's point of view inside the space suit. Yeah. And this place is ruined. Commercial break. And when we come back, Jack oh, is just ecstatic. Scene. He's like, he's like, I can't believe I'm on an alien planet. This is amazing. This is wonderful. And he looks up at RC and RC, RC. Yeah, and she says, yeah. "This isn't how I wanted you to see my home." And that was that hit hard. He's the first human to ever set foot on another planet, and he's all excited. And she's just like, "This isn't how I want you to see this." It's like, yeah, it's it's a really powerful scene. It is. Um, so he, you know, they call back and say, "Hey, we're safe." And this was another bit with Fowler where as soon as they're safe, he just kind of puts his arm around June and pulls her close. And it's not awkward for either of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it. She, they're going to hook up and it's going to be super awkward yeah. for Fowler and Jack. But uh, Ratchet then reminds them that, uh, you know, Vector Sigma could be either five clicks or 5,000. So get to it. Good luck. But yeah, he yeah. Um, like holds up the key and it's basically like colder, colder, hotter, warmer, hotter. Yeah. And it, it glows when he points it in the right direction. So RC transforms. He jumps on and whoosh, away they go. Yep. They head off. And now we're doing that scene from Star Wars, are we? Because breakdowns on the Decepticon ship, uh, the space bridge control report in is long overdue. And Ratchet and Bulkhead realized that Breakdown would recognize their voices. And Breakdown's like, you can't have me come down there, Shelly, because I'm liable to beat this kid in front of you. He's driving <laughs> me up a wall here, calling me all night. <laughs> I, I do like that Breakdown says, what if I talk lower? No. How about higher? <laughs> yeah. But they call to, to Optimus HQ and they say, Fowler, you have to be pretend to be a Decepticon. Say something. And yeah, the Star Wars scene. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. What happened? Uh, had a slight weapons malfunction, but, uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Then we're still up in the Nemesis, and Optimus hacks the Decepticon archives, and basically he figures out that he is Optimus Prime, or was. Yeah, well, what happens is he he does something, and the picture changes from this gigantic mean-looking thing into a picture of him. And, uh... And of course, because he, of course he does, Soundwave knows this, and now Megatron knows this. Well, they, they did set it up in the last episode where they're like, hey, we're monitoring everything he does. So, I mean, Soundwave, yeah, lets uh, Megatron know, who says, you know what, he'll go back to his work, um, or I'll fucking kill him, basically, yeah. uh, and he will help me complete Project Diacon. Yep, because it's due on Monday, and it's worth 40% of their grade, so he's <laughs> going to finish this. <laughs> so then we go back to Jack and RC on uh, Cybertron, and they are headed towards Kaon, which is the Decepticon capital. They pull up, and RC transforms, and she doesn't want her engine to like attract the wrong kind of attention, I guess, and he's like, cons, and she's like, no, vermin. Ooh. Uh, so they walk over this big, long bridge. They're following the key. And underneath, it looks like a robotic version of the pod from Alien. Yeah. Um, but it transforms into a big, scary monster-looking transformer. That can walk on the ceiling, and it starts running behind them underneath the bridge. To be continued. Starscream contacts the Autobots for help in exchange for information, information he quickly finds out the Autobots already know, and if he can't tell them where the space bridge is, then he can sit out here and leak to death. Ha ha, stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Starscream. But how about that? He, in fact, does know where the space bridge is. 
He tells the Autobots, and presumably the Autobots keep their end of the bargain and fix him up. They brush off his coat, straighten his tie. They all shake hands, and everybody heads for home. Except, come on! Ratchet was perfectly willing to leave Starscream to leak to death. This isn't G1 Don Messick Ranger Smith Papa Smurf Ratchet. This is Transformers Prime Jeffrey Combs Reanimator fucking Ratchet. Just make like you're fixing him enough to get him talking, Ratchet. Get him to tell you about the space bridges, and then sever his femoral artery or whatever it'd be, and then have Bulkhead rip his arms off and beat him to death with the wet ends. Yeah! One Decepticon down. Like, do the Autobots even know that Starscream and Megatron are having some time apart? Like, well, here we are at the end of another Tefinpus episode. The next episode we're going to watch is Orion Pax Part 3. If you want to see something as worthless and nonsensical pseudoscience like horoscopes, you can find Paul and I <laughs> on Twitter. I guess I don't even know if that makes sense, but find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you'll listen to us with. Tell us your horoscope if you want, and uh, please make sure don't. You- <laughs> tell all your friends. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming! See you later. It hurts the most here, Doctor.